Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. I am your host, Scott Needham, trying to help you figure out how to make your Amazon business better. And we do that by giving you actionable insights that you can start to use to make your business better. I have come across a very interesting company. I reached out to them when I saw their website. I was like, whoa, no one's done this before. This is kind of the space that I'm uh, thinking a lot about right now. So I have Francois from uh, Noviland. And what they do is kind of encapsulate the sourcing agent experience and the supply chain from beginning to end. So, you know, and it's kind of, they built a, a platform around that. I have not seen anyone do that. I've thought about it. My cousin thought about it and they've built it. Francois, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Scott. Hey, so how much did I butcher the, the intro? Like, you know, <laughs> like what, what is, you know, how would you describe your company? No, I think that's pretty spot on. Uh, I, I think what we essentially do is aggregate every stack of the supply chain into one pl platform, all the way from initial factory, you know, outreach and gathering quotes through samples, uh, placing orders, um, order tracking, so production oversight, quality control inspections, logistical uh, updates from the factory to the, you know, if it's an FBA center, if it's to a 3PL. Um, and we're newly into the 3PL space also, uh, which is a separate system than our, our current platform, but we are going to be looking for a way to centralize all of that as well. Interesting. So um, let me, I, I have talked about sourcing agents before. Um, I, we use one and it's just kind of been kind of lucky that we found a sourcing agent that works the way that, you know, we, we wanted. And like, like when I learned about this, like it just like my mind exploded. I was like, Oh my goodness. Like China sourcing can be done for, but for everyone, you know, you can, you can connect with a factory. I personally don't love the Alibaba experience where, you know, you are trying to communicate with someone that doesn't speak English very well. You're vetting each other. You're not quite sure like who's for real. It's disjointed conversation and um, at the end of the day, you know, you're sending money to someone and like, you don't know. Um, whereas like someone on the ground, someone that's very familiar with these factories, how they work, that can uh, be your advocate um, is just so much better. They will pay for themselves handsomely. Um, I mean, um, and, and quality control. Your, your product, you could spend a few thousand dollars and launch your, you know, you know, your ideal product that you designed in your mind and you're ready to go to market with great marketing. And what if one in 10 of your products are a dud? And that is where, you know, quality inspections comes into play and um, why you need someone uh, advocating for you. So I just spent, a, you know, I just like did a, a, a vomit of like what, of, of motivating why what you guys do is so, um, why I find it like uh, fascinating because you're, re, you're enabling um, entrepreneurs an easier track to launching their first product or even a larger company to launch like, you know, to do some really big launches just to make that process a little bit better. So, um, tell me like you guys built a platform. Tell me about this platform. Yeah, we, um, we launched the platform 
somewhat early. We, we launched it back in 2018, uh, and we actually did not have Amazon sellers in mind or any e-commerce in mind at the time. Uh, our primary focus, uh, like most, you know, uh, I would say even SaaS companies, but uh, anything that's tech tech based, is really focused on enterprise companies typically. So small, or you know, the medium to large size businesses and helping them manage and, and make processes more efficient. Um, and then uh, shortly in, a few months in, we started getting, uh, where traditionally we would get something like an RFP, which is a request for a proposal, which has a lot of the project scope on it. They outline the types of suppliers that they need, very detailed requests for quotes um, for the product specs and things like that. Uh, what we started getting, I wouldn't say lesser quality, but less built out requests for quotes or RFQs, uh, as they call it. Um, and when we started looking into it and we started reaching out to, to you know, the new user signups back in 2018, we realized there's this entire market of Amazon sellers, <laughs> right? And, and that's, yep. uh, they're online sellers, but they call themselves Amazon sellers. There, um, there's, so, there's tens of thousands of us. Right, right. And, and so, you know, th there's this huge need and this huge gap between uh, overseas factories uh, and sellers globally, not just in the US. And a lot of times, you know, sellers in the US tend to think of only sellers in the US or they might think of their competitors as Chinese sellers, Chinese Amazon sellers that are entering the US market. But we need to remember that this is global, right? Whether it's in Israel, whether they're in France, whether they're in Germany, Canada, Mexico, no matter where they might be, they're global Amazon sellers selling in the US, not just US sellers. And so we really wanted to find a way to connect these sellers to the factories in a very streamlined fashion. Um, and initially we did that by just having a single point of contact similar to a sourcing agent where you would just reach out to a sourcing agent, tell them your needs. Um, and then they would sort of try to flip every rock and find factories that would be best suited for your project. Um, what we've realized was that process itself requires a huge human resource, which is that single sourcing agent. That single sourcing agent has to manage communications. They have to manage, um, uh, you know, time zone differences. They have to manage uh, packaging uh, in regards to communicating between a packaging supplier and a product supplier. If the product supplier can't create the packaging, um, and so we found this this way to build a technology and, and, a, and a model that breaks all of this up into sectors. So. Instead of having a dedicated sourcing agent, we have mm -hmm. product and factory specialists that communicate between the, pro the the factories and the product owners, which would be the Amazon sellers in this case. Yeah. Um, and then we have order managers that talk to our product specialists and they say, hey, okay, these are the different volumes. This is how it should be put into master cartons. This is how many master cartons can go onto a pallet. Well, this is the algorithm that we have to develop in order to streamline the logistical process. We have quality control inspectors that start to put together key quality indicators or KQIs. Um, and they work with our product specialists for our product specialists to relay that to our users. Um, and so we broke apart all these different processes because in reality, they're all different types of specialists, right? Um, and I apologize if you hear the, the train in the back. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I can't but, uh, hear it. That sounds fun. Yeah. The, uh, but, but so we broke all of this apart and then we figured out a way to make it streamlined in one platform. So uh, yeah. when someone comes in, they, they you know, spit out all of the product, de uh, project details. So their budget, their tar uh, estimated target pricing, the different materials, general specifications. We asked them for, you know, uh, packaging uh, insights. And if they don't think about that early on, uh, and I know you've talked 
about this on a few podcasts, and I think you might even be building something out for this. But if you don't think about the volume of your packaging and the level of detail that has to go into it, you're also not going to be able to calculate your FBA fees, for example, uh-huh. um, without knowing the weight, without knowing the dimensions. Um, and so we try to think about all of this early on, talk to the factories, which are essentially the ones that are going to create this for you, uh, and then come up with algorithms that can streamline it by having it in the back end. You add it very similar to shopping on e-commerce. You get a quote from us, which is an all-inclusive quote. It includes the, the product, the packaging, card inserts, whatever else is included in that single unit, right? Because Amazon defines everything as units. So we just wanted to make it very simple. Yeah. Um, everything that goes into that unit, you add it to a cart and you let us know where it's going. And from there, our algorithm says, hey, based on uh, the size of this, based on the quantity of it, based on the trade lane that it has to go to. So let's say it's going to a fulfillment center in California. We're not going to ship it into Savannah, Georgia, and then truck it across or rail it across. We're trying to find the most efficient way to get it there um, and the most cost-effective way. And so what if this has to do with uh, let's say, you know, ceramic mugs. And again, using the example of uh, iPhone, uh, AirPod, case, silicone cases, very different volumes and dimensions uh, where our team was able to put together an algorithm that can consolidate both of those and then figure out what the uh, cubic meters that yeah. for, for shipping this products are. Well, so we've, I, I probably should have stopped you because we've already covered so many different things. We I'm have. already <laughs> impressed with how deep you are in this industry and how, you know, it's, it's, it's very specific, but like these things, like they, they matter. Uh, like, it looks like you've separated out some of the different tasks that's, you know, that sourcing agents do. You know, they do, um, you know, product uh, development um, with the manufacturer to make sure that it fits some specifications. Um, they're helping make sure that like the packaging is, is right. If they need to change the size uh, and then over to the quality. I mean, like I'm almost repeating what you just said, but like you guys we're, just handle we're, we're all of this. You, clarifications also. So yeah. making sure that if you tell a factory, hey, I want this to be white, the factory's uh-huh. gonna say, oh, okay, oh, okay, just white. Well, you need to figure out the Pantone color of white because white being printed on paper versus textile versus a ceramic mug is very different. Uh-huh. Do you want it off-white? Do you want it a certain shade? Do you need RGB versus a hex code color? Uh, it, it, all of this still has to be figured yeah. out. Yeah, um, and I guess these product specialists uh, you know, you, you have them in different sectors, you know, like, you know, there's, uh, you know, fabric, uh, and, you know, apparel versus, uh, you know, uh, homeware and dishes. And like, it's kind of hard to understand to, to, for one person to know all the differences, but you guys create this connection, you know, because you've achieved some scale with your, you know, your team on the ground in China that you know this is an easier process for for people so how um say i'm a first-time seller um first-time seller and i'm approaching you guys and i'm I'm launching my first product when um what if my minimum what if i only want to order like three 200 units you know do you guys advise in this area or like say like no this is like the limit you have to order at least 100 
Yeah. So we have also made it a pillar of our company that we are not going to set a minimum order value or quantity for our company itself. So you can come in and say, I want a hundred of these mugs and we will not say no. Now it's up to our factories. That's yep. the thing. So, uh, you know, if a factory is willing to take a look at all the specifications, take a look at the estimated target pricing at the overall budget, uh, and, and they're able to say, yes, I can give you a hundred units uh, and it could have a custom design or it can't have a custom design or it can't have certain modifications to it, or we can't do a full color print on your packaging. They'll come back to us and they'll let us know. We'll try to work out as much as possible with them. Let's say we take a look at your budget and your budget is actually $2,000. You only want 200 products um, and you wanted those products at I don't know, $10 a piece or less. Well, if we're able to get that at $5 a piece or less and you're able to order 400 and stay within your budget and the factory says, oh, the MOQ is 400, not 200 at this price, uh -huh. you effectively have done the same thing that yeah, you're looking no, for. You've already right there, you've showcased like that's negotiation, <laughs> right? You, you know, um, where generally most factories, like the more you order, the lower your uh, value, like the, the, the per unit price is. And if you're thinking in Amazon FBA land, that's huge. Um, being able to get costs down makes your margins more interesting, gives you a better marketing budget. So like, you know, getting costs like really squared away and understood uh, and efficient at the beginning uh, just sets the stage right. And we just did a push um, with some of our suppliers. We like, hey, we want to order deeper on all of these products will you give us a better, you know, what's, what's, what's the, uh, what's the incentives, you know, and, now, and, I, I, and we just say the cheaper you go, the more we're going to order. And, and I do want to put a caveat to that. Um, and just looking at order averages in the past year and what factories are able to produce, uh, it used to be somewhere between two and $5,000 that our factories were very comfortable with taking on projects. Uh, and then post COVID we have seen that number go up and it could be because they have an influx in orders. It could be because they have this massive backlog. So we have seen an average project value size, an initial project value size of about five to $8,000 uh, okay. that our factories our, our particular factories are willing to take on. Um, yeah. And the main, main reason for that is that we don't work with trade agents and we don't with smaller, uh, smaller mom and pop factories, which are more willing to take on the, the, the smaller orders or, um, I guess the, the less customized, but smaller orders where, where trade agents are very good at that. Uh, we do have medium to large well, factories. That's still fairly standard, uh, for, you know, what I would, if someone asked like, Hey, you want to be, I want to do private label. I want like, you know, manufacturing overseas to like, you know, get really interesting things. I'd be like, well, you're going to need at least $5,000. If you don't to have that to invest in your business, then it's probably not r right for you right now. And it's not unthinkable that that number goes up to maybe $10,000. Uh, it's just like a minimum to like get stuff live, to launch a product, to get the images, get, um, you know, marketing and shipped all that. Um, and that's not even the reorder. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. you, you do all the marketing, it could all be for nothing if you run out of stock. Yeah. I mean, and, and you, you'll hit that problem and like you really, it's, it's, it's impossible to really know without knowing, but like essentially the more, uh, the more you throw at it, the, the less risk you have in the long run. So I just jumped in that mind of a new seller, you know, there, let's see, they, 
um, tell you what they want and you, you negotiate them with the factory and, and they say the factory comes in and says, oh, it's okay, we're gonna, we'll do this, but we're only gonna do it for 500 units. Um, that, that's the minimum order quantity. Um, what's the next step or like how manual is this process for um, the, you know, a new Amazon seller uh, in terms of interacting with your platform? Well, I would say it's as manual as they make it out to be. And, and to elaborate on that, it's if you have a very well thought out RFQ or request for a quote, if you have all the project details, all the product specifications, all the product uh, packaging information, all the key quality indicators ready to go, there's going to be less interaction. And that's natural. That's whether that's with our platform, whether that's with a sourcing agent, whether that's with a supplier in Alibaba. I've right. actually never even considered this. I, I think we've approached our suppliers without every detail. So you're saying that if we show up on your platform and we say, I want this mug, I want it this weight, I want uh, this, uh, you know, you know, white Pantone with a, you know, a logo and um, when I want it to fill this much fluid ounces, like the more details, the more streamlined your platform is, Novilands platform. All around. I mean, it, and it has to be that way because, I mean, you tell us all these details and you might tell us, hey, the mug has to fill 16 ounces and I like this design. It should be around, you know, um, this height or this width. But if it's plus or minus two or three centimeters on yeah. either side, then we find a factory and the factory says, oh, we have that size for you. And we could make that custom design. And it could be that color and it could be the gloss finishing. And we do have a packaging factory for you. Well, hey, here's the accurate price where there's no guessing. There's no guessing to this game anymore. Yeah. They know I can make this. I could produce this at $200, well, you know, $2 per unit for 500 units. And that's a thousand dollars. And that's what your customer has to well, invest. I hope my employees are listening to this part right now <laughs> in our product development, um, which we're actively doing more and more of is like, we need some of these details, you know, um, uh, make, I can make send it you over a guideline. Okay. Uh, perfect. And in to. fact, in fact, um, I'll let, send it over. Um, do you have it online somewhere that I can, you know, link to? We do. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, we made it a living you, document on Google Google Docs. So, all right, <laughs> let's uh, let's get that going, and that'll be super interesting um, to um, and because I just think there's a, a a magic unlock with you know people to help this process. I don't like the Alibaba you know, get three WhatsApp messages from someone and, you know, at, in middle of the night and, you know, not having like a very back and forth communication, you're doing so many things in the dark and I don't like to do, <laughs> I don't like to spend thousands of dollars in the dark. Um, especially when I've invested uh, time and, you know, energy of like, you know, creativity to like put these products together. So, um, well, you know, you were talking uh, earlier about like, you know, um, more of like you can't treat every product the same. There's not like a cookie cutter way of like of dealing with manufacturers and you kind of with, with, with your entire supply chain, you need a holistic approach. Um, can you elaborate on that? 
Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, there's two pieces to it. One is uh, more so understanding your business and what you plan to do with your business. Uh, and the second one is really uh, that the, the, the key part that you touched on there, and that's interacting with suppliers. Um, I think a lot of times companies might approach um, this sourcing process as being very transactional, as being a very cut and dry, this is what I need, give me a price, I'm going to buy it or not or I need it to be 5% lower. I'm not gonna tell you why, I just need it to be 5% lower. Uh, well, what we need to remember is that there is a human being on the other side of the screen, right? There's a human being on the other side of the world that's giving you that price. And it could be a sales agent, it could be someone that's just part of the family at that factory uh, and that's doing good by them by communicating with you because they're good at English or whatever the case may be. What our product specialists are able to do is effectively form these relationships uh, in real time and speak to them in their native language and clarify things that maybe they don't quite understand. But if you if they were trying to translate it to English, they might not even want to try to understand because they, they just make their own assumptions. They figure it's easier that way. Yeah. Um, and so. So, you know, every product is going to be different. Every product is going to have more detail. Uh, you know, like you said, a textile versus a ceramic mug. There's a lot more detail that goes into each of those. And understanding those processes is important. How it's stitched, for example. Do you need your logo uh, heat transferred on or embroidered for the ceramic mug? Uh, what type of ceramic? What type of finishing do you need on it? Well, what's the finishing process for that? How long is that going to take? Um, it's understanding all this level of detail and our product specialists are very good at that. Um, and, and whereas in doing it from the other side of the world, it might be a little bit more difficult. Um, and then what I was getting at before, when it comes to knowing your business and forecasting, it's being able to relay information that you might not feel as pertinent to that supplier. So telling them, Hey, these are my plans, or these are the issues that I have going on with logistics or hey, the raw material pricing increase and over the past six months has really eaten up a lot of my margins. I need to renegotiate some of these things, whether it's payment terms, whether it's pricing. Um, that has to be done, again, on a relationship based. And our team is really good at doing that with the suppliers and the factories. Um, and so uh, it, those are those two components that I would say are very important. It's all done through communication, right? And it's a lot easier, yeah. as you keep saying, with boots on the ground. And then you guys also help uh, get things shipped and placed into, uh, you know, Amazon fulfillment centers. Um, is this kind of like an end to end where like, you don't have to use, you know, uh, a receiving 3PL in, uh, in the US that you guys just get it all the way into the and fulfillment center, is that right? Yeah, um, I mean, the, be the beauty of us starting in 2018 and finding out about Amazon FBA is that we are able over the years to put together our own guidelines and checklists. So whether mm -hmm. it comes to, uh, you know, MasterCart and sizing and requirements, being less than 50 pounds, for example, proper labeling techniques, um, F what are FNSKU labels? How are we going to get it to the factory? How many of them do we need to print out? All these different processes are incorporated into the core of our business to help yeah. specifically Amazon sellers out. Yeah. Yeah. No, those, those details matter because I don't want to um, have my team uh, label things, you know, label the FNSKUs. I mean, we've done it. We've, we've done the labeling ourselves at probably 10 times the price uh, what it would have done to get at the factory. Um, uh, that 
I mean, so if say someone's been an Amazon seller or like launched their own products and maybe they did it on their own, what do you think would be the first thing that they would notice about, you know, working with Noviland? I would say that the time that they can save, um, and it's an upfront investment. There, there's two things that they would notice immediately. One, that they need to invest more time into the project's uh, specifications and details upfront. So it's not going to be as simple as just saying, hey, I need a ceramic mug. It's thinking out, hey, I need you know a logo either printed on it or I need a sticker that you, know, you get heat transfer on. I need this sort of finishing. Mm-hmm. I need this sizing. It needs to come in, you know, a fully customized digital print box with uh, an FNSKU label on it. Uh, it. Knowing all these details, which a lot of times a seller might not want to put together. This is a joy of also having virtual assistants, though, and having that sort of be more efficient for your business. Uh, I've noticed a lot of sellers that use our platform will use a virtual assistant just to be able to put all this together. And it'll save them like, you know, five, six hours out of their own week. Um and so putting all that together uh, and then submitting it, but then it's sort of that time that they don't know what they don't know, uh, yeah. where we have all the project details. We'll get them a quote within two to three business days. Sometimes, sometimes it could take a week, just depends on factory availability. Um, but that is an accurate price. That is the final accurate price for that product. There's no back and forth. There's no, Oh, you forgot this detail. You forgot that detail. There's no uh, gradual cost increases that you tend to see yeah. on something like Alibaba. What about, um, bundling things together? For example, we like to, uh, you know, bundle a little booklet with, uh, something just to like create some intellectual property, uh, that, uh, you know, it kind of future proofs it a little bit. Um, do you guys help like, you know, coordinate factories when sometimes, sometimes something needs like multiple touch points? Yeah. And you actually had an awesome podcast on that, that I listened to also. (laughs) Um, it was a pretty short, like 15, 16 minute podcast, but it was, it was amazing. Um, (laughs) everything that I definitely agree with. So the issue with bundles, um, and I wouldn't say the issue with bundles as a whole, but the issue with us doing bundles is that every one of those pieces tend to have their own MOQ. Um, and that is the downside to working with medium to large size factories. Now, if it's something that's highly correlated and we can talk to the factory about their partner network, so they might have you know mugs and that mug might have some complimentary product that comes with it or that they know is you know mm-hmm. within their region. In those cases, very easy, right? Like straws and straw cleaners. Someone that's making bamboo straws is not going to be making a stainless steel straw cleaner. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are probably two factories that are you know, joining together. They might be right next to each other, down the street, whatever the case may be. But yeah, when it comes to connecting those dots, we can help do that as long as the MOQs and the budgets yeah. are there. Yeah, um, that makes sense. I, I think with some of our products, we actually insert the book later. We kind of do the product first, <laughs> prove that. And then we're like, okay, let's just add to it in a way that makes it more compelling. And like, here's the truth. Adding a booklet can cost less than 50 cents per unit. I mean, maybe even sometimes like 15, 20 cents. And yeah, I would say probably like, depending on how big, probably like 20 to 25 cents, right? depending on level of detail. And um, when it comes to us selling a, uh, a plush toy, with a little book, like, yeah, that actually is a difference maker. Sometimes people are buying it because it comes with a book because it makes it a better gift, you know, mm-hmm. where you're like, uh, you're handing something like, yeah, it's a cute little animal, but like, here's a story of this animal. And 
Uh, I mean, I probably hit that example too hard uh, because I'm doing it <laughs> uh, and involved in that product development. But uh, so that's, uh, again, you know, another reason why to have someone um, on the ground. Um, so you, that means you guys have your own factory spaces in uh, China. Is that correct? Yeah. So we do have a network of over 4,000. Fa- it's probably more than 4,000 factories, but I know last year when we did an audit of it, it was over 4,000 factories in our oh, network. Oh, sorry. What I meant to ask was uh, warehouse spaces, but that is a good network size. Oh. <laughs> like wa- warehouse, like where, you know, if you're helping, you know, ship things back, um, do the factories aren't s- sending that directly. It, it may come from the factory right. to, you know, a warehouse that you guys have. Yeah, so we do have, uh, strategically, we, we've uh, either built or uh, we own spaces uh, in cities that are called Novi-Land Logistics Centers. Uh-huh. Uh, essentially, we will bring products there. If the factory isn't able to do the labeling, we'll do the labeling there. Yep. Uh, if the factory can't bundle those together, or if they can't, uh, let's say you have a product coming from Shenzhen and maybe one from Ningbo, and they have to come in the same box or whatever yep. the case may be or on the same pallet because it's going to the same FBA center. Then we'll get it at one logistics center. We'll palletize it together. We'll make sure it's FBA compliant and then we'll ship it off directly to Amazon FBA. Uh, Or we might do QC inspections even there if we can't do it at the factory itself. I'm going to be honest. I love your service. (laughs) You know, I love (laughs) that. Like someone asks me like, Hey, I want to do this. I'm like, well, um, you know, here's a company that just kind of handles that whole process for you. Uh, is on the ground and, you know, finding these actually complicated, not so fun details uh, in, you know, making sure it's successful and, you know, you're, 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 you're handholding, you know, both beginners and um, experts into making sure that they do the right things. Um, how about this? I'll throw another curveball at you. Say, you know, someone's ordering more products for more factories, like say six factories. And, um, you know, the seller wants to consolidate that into a container for a better and more efficient, uh, you know, a way to get it into Amazon. Um, do you guys do some of that container consolidation? You'll love this. And I'm going to have to show you a demo after this. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I've heard this too many times where it's too good to be true. Oh, it's no. as easy as shopping on Amazon. You add products to a cart, and you add, let's say five products are going to the same FBA location, all different suppliers. Yeah. It'll show you in real time, you enter in the FBA destination in real time, the container utilization. So how much of that container you're actually using up. Yeah. And of course you can get that to hundred percent to optimize your, your shipping costs. It'll show you the lead time. It'll show you the shipping costs. It'll show you your options between express air and ocean freight. Uh, so yeah. it's everything in one. And it's as easy as just shopping on e-commerce. So um, I just sighed because, <laughs> um, uh, so we bought a company last October, a private label, and they have a lot of good processes, great sourcing agent. Um, the best of what you've described, uh, they kind of do that for us. And we always felt this was like a competitive advantage that like we bought something like a great process. It still is a great process. And like, um, you know, and we, but we've had to relearn it and get better at it in ter- so we can like launch more products. But like, uh, 
some of these processes still are a little manual, but it just like sounds like, you know, every part along the way, you guys are just kind of thinking a little bit bigger of like, hey, how can we make this process easier? Someone wants to put a container together. Uh, here's their units that they could use. And like, you're essentially, you know, it's just, you're solving what we thought was like, well, what we spent so much time on and you just did it. But in a way that, you know, you're offering this as a service. And I mean, I can't do that about our, <laughs> our, our pipeline. That is so interesting. And um, well, we've been doing it every single day for the past five years. So this yeah. did not come out of nowhere. It's we yeah. have seen problem after problem after yep. problem in every industry, retail, online retail, uh, well, distribution, logistics. And we just said, well, how can we make this better? There hasn't yeah. been as large of a technological innovation in the supply chain space, I would say, since Alibaba actually came out. Since Alibaba said, hey, we're going to help cross-border marketplace. Uh, we're going to create this cross-border marketplace to help overseas buyers connect with our suppliers on this one marketplace. Yeah. Um, do you guys do any kind of integration with Alibaba? We don't. Um, so Alibaba, you know, it, and it's and it's own sets. It's a beautiful platform, uh, but yeah. it, it's only a marketplace is the thing. So it's like going yeah. on Craigslist. You don't go on a Craigslist anymore to try to rent a room. You're, you're going to go on an Airbnb because Airbnb is secure. They vet yeah. the hosts. They know what you're looking for. Uh, they, they, you know, you're going to the lake. Well, here are your lake options. And we think this one's probably the best for you based on I your mean, budget based on. And the horror stories of Alibaba are as bad as you could imagine. You know, I've heard horrible. Oh, oh, I will not get into those, but yeah. there have been some horrible cases and then they will come over to us. And this is a case where they find it on Alibaba. They'll use this at the same time. It's cheaper on Alibaba. So they order on Alibaba only to get ripped off and not to say the majority of the cases are perfectly fine. But if the few that I do know of are horrendous, tens of thousands of dollars just ripped yeah. off. Oh no, totally. I could, I could, I could mull over like the million ways that like, I love like what the service that you guys provide. Um, you know, you take a fortune 500 company, they're not, you know, ordering from Alibaba. They've got employees on the ground that are like, you know, in these factories, making sure the products hit their specification. And, you know, if you're starting, like you don't have employees on the ground and, and like, that's why you, you, you need the, this kind of help. You need this kind of transparency, you need the support. So you don't shoot yourself in the foot because trust me, I, I bet you, if we did a survey out there, you know, uh, a significant portion of Amazon sellers who are doing private label, their first products, like just have really made a lot of mistakes. Like it mistakes abound. There are so many ways to, to mess up here and to think that like, you know, you're going to be the first person in your family to like launch a product from China. Oh my goodness. I figured out this great connection when, when really like it's, it, it's complicated. I am way excited to learn more about you guys, what you guys do. And, um, I, uh, yeah, I, 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 I've probably sold you more than you, than, than you're selling yourself just because how much I feel like this gives me peace of mind. This gives me the idea of like, if I want to launch 50 products, I can do that, you know? Um, well, and, and that's, that's not to say though, I, I do want to clarify. That's not to say that we have 
every factory in the world. And if we did, that would be amazing. That's something we're moving towards. Where <laughs> right. Eventually we will have a large, very, very vast network of well, factories that can take since, on any project. Since I have like um, literally every Amazon seller in the world that's listening to my podcast, <laughs> you're gonna, you're, you're, we're gonna scale you to the moon. No, that's definitely not true. But um, I, uh, I do see scale in your future. I, and I'm excited to see what you guys uh, kind of accomplish because I'm rooting for you because I don't know anyone else that's that's tackling this in the same way. Um, uh, so, um, is do you feel like is there anything that I missed? You know, like you know, gaping holes or like do people just like uh, just go to your website and you know launch their first product? Yeah, I mean, it's free to sign up. It's free to get quotes. It's free to even add your quote to a cart and see what the shipping costs with the import duties, which is another thing we did not touch on. But you add the product to a cart, you see the customs and import duties, and you see the shipping prices. And oh my goodness. All them. Hey, get this. Um, get this. Um, I tried to get Flexport on the podcast. Um, you know, I. This great is, company, by the way. Yeah, no, fantastic. Like they're, they're, they're doing really well. But. Um, uh, they actually didn't feel comfortable talking about import duties and tariffs on a podcast format. And so, you know, I wasn't able to get them, but, but, they, but it sounds like um, you guys also um, help identify what, you know, import costs there are so that your quote, you know, your margins going in. Um, that's insane. I mean, I, I, th th I could open, we could do another podcast just on import duties. <laughs> I hope, I mean, it sounds like you, you, you I'm know, up for it. yeah, <laughs> I, the import duties is, is something that's absolutely insane. People don't know, but cabinetry was hit by anti-dumping and countervailing duties a few years back that resulted in an over 260% additional duty and cost on Chinese cabinetry. And what does that mean to the average home buyer? That means your cabinet costs are going to go up. That means availability is going to go down. That means your home renovation costs are going to start to go up also. Uh, so uh, it, there's so much that goes into it. I love to see the knock-on effects and be informed of that. And that's what our team is really good at. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, this truly is a platform that gives you... So um, I I cut you off because what you were explaining was, you know, a, a brand new seller doesn't have to pay uh, to do any of these things. You even get a quote and you could even see the uh, import duties. Um, I mean, it's a kind of a, uh, I, I can't wait to like, just tell people like, oh, just check out Noviland, you know, problem solved. And, and get um, this, you also get production updates. You also get shipping updates. Okay. So it's, you, you're, you're not, you're not scrounging, trying to see where, you know, your factory is with this. If there's a delay, we'll tell you there's a delay. Yep. If your factory had to pause production because of something else, we're going to tell you your factory paused. I mean, you have to be open in this. And I think the transparency is what's, you know, that this industry really lacks. That's what we're hoping to bring with this platform also. Yep. Yep. Um, because what is the dream for a lot of uh, entrepreneurs is to like, you know, walk, sorry, 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 crawl, walk, run. You know, when you're doing a small little test order, you want your next order to be bigger. And then you want the order after that to be even bigger. And so you can just like start running and kind of create that flywheel effect. And which I would argue is what Amazon allows for, or like particularly e-commerce allows businesses to, to really scale in unique ways 
that has never been quite as easy as before. Um, well, friends, well, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast, talking about this. Uh, maybe I'll be hitting you up with some uh, import duty uh, questions uh, and, 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 you know, start testing out your platform itself. Um, but this is super informative. And so um, your, your company is just noviland.com. Is that right? Yeah. N-O-V-I-L-A-N-D.com. All right. And we'll hit them up. You'll see very quickly, like what we just described in this podcast is what they do. And uh, I, I, I love what we talked about, but I also hate it because I, <laughs> I think about some of the stress that we've done uh, trying to figure out these same things. Hey, and it's free on YouTube. We have a playlist out there that shows the platform itself. So you don't even have to sign up to, uh-huh. to make sure that all this works. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. Um, uh, we'll, we'll be in touch for sure. And um, for those listening, you know, hit, uh, hit them up and uh, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Share this episode with someone that's launching their first product. Uh, share this product with someone that's, that's launching their 10th product that they, that there's fewer headaches if they, uh, you know, do things right. Okay. Well, and that wraps up. Thank you everyone. And I'll catch you later. One, two, three. Yeah!